It is the Refreshing Podcast, and I'm joined by Gary, who is the main chief of the Edinburgh Cocktail Week. We thought we'd catch up, Gary, so welcome, and thank you, first off, for having me a part of the Edinburgh Cocktail Week for 2023. It's been a pleasure to be involved as the Refreshing Podcast, the official podcast partner, which is all good. I just wanted to spend a little bit of time, because obviously we're a couple of days into the festival. It runs until this Sunday. In a bit of a nutshell, what has been a highlight? so far and what's coming up over the next couple of days before it ends on the 15th yeah so uh, the highlights so far I suppose would be the weekend that we've just Mm. come through there Uh, an amazing turnout despite all that rain that we had (laughs) and a fantastic atmosphere inside everybody was having a great time Uh, we even had a couple of Congo lines going around the cocktail village and the line dancing yeah well I've learnt it's not line dancing it's something called the slosh so you've probably not heard of this either so slosh is apparently a, a Scottish dance yeah, I just thought it was line dancing, but yeah, I've, le- I've learned something new. But no, the weekend was fantastic. Really looking forward to the next few days ahead into the next weekend. Um, we've got some fantastic entertainment lined up. We have a really great country music band coming up from Manchester on the Wednesday night. We've got a big band called Franco on the Friday. And then we've got some like funky disco for the weekend and lots of kind of like local musicians and bands in between that. And of course... Five Point Cocktails from 22 bars in the Cocktail Village and also 100 bars around the city. So yeah, just looking forward to seeing everybody and a few familiar faces that come back each year. And that's it. I mean, in terms of the cocktails and the entertainment, they do go in hand in hand. I'll touch on the entertainment a little bit in a sec, but cocktail-wise, obviously there's 22. Is there 22 bars inside the village? Yeah, 22. A real mix of new brands coming in this year as well. Some familiar faces. But um, some highlights, I suppose, for us this year are Mort and Chandon. Um, it's our fifth birthday, so we really wanted a champagne bar in. So it's fantastic to see them, and they're doing really well. Other highlights are some of the local boys, like the, the Bonnie Bar Horse Box and the Stranger's Point. And then you've got kind of your big familiar names like Aperol and Ray and Nephew, Dead Man's Fingers. and Yeah, there's a real mix of everything this year. It kind of feels like with places like Duck and Waffle, for the sake of argument, it kind of feels like even these businesses who haven't been established that long in Edinburgh who are fairly new to the scene despite obviously being established outside of the city it feels like if you're not going to be a part of Cocktail Week this year or next year it kind of feels like you are missing out would you agree? Totally (laughs) I thought you'd say that (laughs) Someone said to us the other day that uh, Cocktail Week should be a national holiday (laughs) we can't agree more it's become a real staple in the diary for people and as I kind of said earlier we see a lot of familiar faces coming back if you're not at Edinburgh Cocktail Week where are you? (laughs) (laughs) And just to give everyone an idea listening the festival itself is obviously only runs over X amount of days but how much work goes into it in a nutshell before you know when do you I know you're probably going to say you're thinking about it 12 months in advance and every single month you're just constantly thinking but in terms of like making all the images for the guide getting the bars and the brands on board what's that journey like for you? It's a full year of planning. So essentially, as soon as we finish this one, we have a a bit of a debrief between the team and we look at things that went really well and things that uh, maybe could be improved for the next year. And we have a bit of a brainstorm on what new features that we could add to the festival. I think, you know, we're going to stick to what we do best and that is the bars taking part around the city, doing fantastic cocktails for a great price and also the cocktail village. You know, it's really kind of grown into like the hub of the festival. Uh, The atmosphere in here is fantastic, but a few ideas ideas for next year but yeah essentially it's it's a year-long process um, between signing up all the bars the brands doing all the photography the event program we're quite a small intimate team you know there's only kind of three of us that are are the core team so yeah it keeps us busy but, <laughs> but we're 
all loving it you know we really enjoy our jobs what uh, any thoughts for 2024 or are you just going to show me the door and say come back in 2024 <laughs> a f- yeah a few I think there's um, something that we could do with the outdoor space at the Cocktail Village and we've really missed having the wee secret room this year with uh, we had Dramming in the Dark experience last year um, things like that but this year for our birthday we really just wanted to focus on the bars you know especially supporting hospitality at the moment and, and not distracting footfall away from that is forefront of our mind so getting people back into bars spending some money and um, helping support like the local economy and jobs that was really kind of like the priority this year is to keep people in bars and the thing with the cocktail village as well is even though it's big recognizable brands they're all operated by local bars yep. so the spend in the cocktail village stays within edinburgh and it goes to local businesses we've just been really trying to support hospitality as much as possible this year and i think it's keen to say that and what i noticed firsthand on sunday is when you've got the bars you've got you know loads within the village you can see people getting their wristband and then obviously heading off to a couple of bars so they kind of come into the box office collecting and then zooming off but you can actually come here when it opens at 12 one o'clock you know grab a little tiny bite to eat and grab one of the white tables in front of the stage and stay there for any kind of slosh line dancing whatever (laughs) the hell it might be a quiz whatever it needs to be you can have a day out here can't you definitely yeah we put lots more tables and chairs in this year and we've definitely seen people staying much longer yeah um yeah with the wristbands you know they're always valid for uh, three to four days like the weekends three days the weekdays four days so it means you know we can come and have a day a full day at the cocktail village uh, then another day you can go out and see uh, visit a couple of bars and you know there's a hundred to choose from we don't expect everyone to get round the hundred although <laughs> You know, we get a give few, it a go. We get a few <laughs> tweets telling us they're on number forty-seven. Um, we like to think that people will um, drink responsibly. Yes, obviously, there's a lot on offer. Yeah, I think most people normally come to the cocktail village, have a few drinks here, head out to the bars, and then maybe come back in the evening. It is worth saying, and I sort of started a bit of a sober journey in June, so I haven't touched a drop of alcohol yeah. since June. Initially, is a little bit scary, especially when you know you're involved with something like this, and a lot of my work can take me into bars or to kind of hospitality venues and it is really nice to see when you are opening the guide and I know there's a handful of non-alcoholic options here do you yeah. think that's something what is just naturally going to develop uh, over you know the next year two three years down the line yeah that's definitely something that we'll probably see at the cocktail village next year is a, a bar dedicated to no and low service yeah. because it is becoming more popular um Maybe not people necessarily completely abstaining from alcohol, um, but maybe they just want to drive one night instead of having a drink or they're doing it for their health or they've just cut alcohol out completely. Definitely see an uptick in people um, wanting kind of what they call mocktails. We like to call them new alcohol cocktails. Um, But yeah, we'll probably, next year will probably be the right time to introduce a no-low bar in the cocktail village, which I think is quite an exciting development for the festival. Yeah, and I think it's that kind of thing. And I seen it on opening night a couple of days ago when I was zooming around here. It isn't just pouring a tonic from a glass bottle into a cup and going, cheers, guys, what's next? There is that experience of trying to make it like what everyone else has and not having the shame of, of not wanting to drink like you said because you yeah. might be driving you might be pregnant you know and still want to enjoy something with your friends there's yeah. those kind of things so I think yeah it was yeah, nice absolutely. to see that all of our team when we work here none of us drink a single drop of alcohol Yeah, but it would be nice maybe 
to be able to have a cocktail at the end yeah. of the night uh, with the live music. Um, so yeah, I, I think we'll see that development for the festival next year. Yeah. Before I go, so entertainment-wise, we've had all kinds from singers, like you said, local bands, artists, yes. a DJ with a saxophone the other day, which is always cool, and of course, obviously, Edinburgh's quickest pub quiz, Gary, hosted by which yours was amazing. Truly. It marks out ten. Ten. Yeah, it is the right definitely answer. Definitely have you back next year. <laughs> That's good. I'll, I've got that on record now, so I'll definitely <laughs> quote you on that. So I thought I'll end our little chat with a very quick quiz for you. Okay, Go so on, so question one: What is the most popular cocktail in the UK? Is it A margarita or B a porn star martini? Definitely porn star martini. Very, very close. <gasps> From the data I've got, and this is done on Google searches, I think, to make it at home, Margarita's about 86,000, Porn Star's about 83. Oh, it's yeah. a close one. That is a very close one, that, so there that's you go. That's surprising. Question two, which city would you find JFK Airport in? New York. Correct. And question three, how many kids has Britney Spears got? Has she got two or three kids? Ooh. Three. Two. <laughs> okay, well, we'll edit that again and we'll do it all over so you get four marks. Um, Gary, it's been a pleasure. I wish you all the best. You've got to be 18 or over to attend. Wristband details on edinburghcocktailweek.co.uk. It's edinburgh underscore cocktailweek on Instagram. And you can find the Cocktail Week on Facebook and TikTok as well. Gary, all the best and we'll see you in 2024. Thanks, Johnny.